Welcome back to Two Pills in a Pot. I'm Candice. And I'm Jessica. Thank you for tuning in to this episode where we will be talking about friendships and what it means to us. Toxic friends, different types of friends, and more about long-distance friendship because boy, do we have many of them. I guess I'll start by saying that this is the second time that we are recording this episode because my dumbass deleted the first one. So, what is your definition of friendship? My definition of friendship, um, it should be effortless, I think. I think having a friendship with someone means that you have a strong bond with this person who shares similar interests and vibes with you and we will have common values in things and we can inspire each other in life to be a better person. But at the same time, it shouldn't be exhausting in maintaining a friendship. Because for me, I'm I'm a very lazy person. I, I don't need a daily conversations to maintain a friendship, I think. And in order to achieve this, I think trust is the key in any forms of relationships. I think being able to trust someone fully is really crucial in friendship too. You can trust this person and you can talk about anything you want. And you can connect really deeply with this person. What's your definition of friendship then? Well, I think mine is very similar to you. My definition of friendship is also someone who I can have fun with, someone I can trust completely with my thoughts, my secrets and my stories, someone I can count on as well. I think that loyalty is also very important in a friendship. I've definitely made that mistake before where I trust someone so much and they completely betrayed my trust. Well, it hurt me and it also hurt our friendship. Not only that, it also hurt my ability to trust other people. It took me so long to be able to open myself up again and trust other people again. I also think that a good friend is someone who is ready to tell you to your face when you've screwed up or when you need to get your shit together. Yeah, Yeah, you should not be blindly supporting your friends in the name of friendship when he or she is clearly doing something wrong. For example, if you find that your friend is cheating on your partner or you know, if your friend is being mean to the waitress, you shouldn't stand for that. Mm. And you need to hold them accountable. That is what a good friend means to me when they're not afraid to tell me that I've screwed up like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're definitely one of the few friends that I have that I can trust completely. Um, and I know that you will scream at me when I screw up. Definitely, all the time. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, but not all friendships are the same. We are very lucky in that sense. I have had some toxic friendships in the past before and I've had to recognize that and cut them out of my life. It's it's not easy, but it needs to be done. Do you have any examples? Um, When I was younger, I had a best friend and I had a crush. Mm-hmm. You know, your typical scenario. I can't remember exactly what happened, but I introduced them to each other and they ended up dating behind my back even though Ugh. yeah even though she knew rightly that i liked him yeah um it wasn't so much the fact that they dated that angered me it was more the fact that she didn't respect me enough to talk to me about them dating before actually dating him mm. i just thought that if you are my friend if you're my good friend if you're my best friend you should have the respect for me and for our friendship to come up to me and say look I like this guy, I know you like him too, but we really hit it off and I think there could be something between us. I know you like him, but are you okay with this? You know, just 
acknowledge it acknowledge that you're with this person right now mm. but she didn't do that for me she didn't give me the chance to process things and she didn't give me the chance to accept it mm-hmm. and i was just i was just told girl i'm dating him well no actually no i no actually she didn't even tell me it was my crush who told me my crush was the one who told mm-hmm. me about it and i was so disappointed in her in the relationship and i thought she was my best friend and she will always be my best friend but i just couldn't forgive her yeah. you know years later i don't think i don't think i've st- i have forgiven her we haven't spoken since that incident i mean is that bad mm, no no i don't think it's bad i think it's just that it, she's not i don't think she's your true friend because if she she's actually your friend she wouldn't do this to you she wouldn't even thought of like have the idea of um hurting you hurting your feelings um i mean it's really up to you if you want to forgive her or not i think as long as this incident will not bug you forever in your lives i think it's it's fine to just get over it and move on i mean i haven't had any experience in um any toxic friendship myself but i've came across a friend that always spread negative vibes and you feel like you're emotionally exhausted even just interacting with her yeah i get that sometimes yeah and she would constantly see herself as a victim or will try try to play victim so that she will get all the spotlight and attention and i slowly you can just sense that she 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 tries to use manipulation to get whatever she wants i feel like it was just tiring even just to speak to her and i don't think that's a healthy relationship or friendship that i want to i don't even want her to stay in my life anymore and eventually i just ghosted her was was this one of your close friends or your best friends? No, no, no. She she was just one of my one of the mutual friends that I met through my friend. Um so I realized her weird behavior after a few encounters and then I just eventually ghosted her. So no, nah, no. She's she's not my close friends. Yeah, that is I think a definition of a toxic yeah. friend as well when they manipulate you and they act as a victim trying to get your sympathy or trying to get your pity and sometimes even you know turning your back on other people just so that you can defend this friend and it's sometimes really hard to recognize as well to walk away from a friendship like that they might be a nice person on the surface you might tell yourself she's actually nice how do i explain this it's not like you know when somebody is mean on the surface Mm -hmm. when somebody says mean things to you or is being rude to you you can see that clearly and you can see that without having to dissect anything Mm -hmm. but when somebody uses manipulation pretend to be very nice in front of you but actually they are trying to get something out of you or if they are trying to manipulate you or anything that is not healthy at all it takes a while to recognize that and it takes a while to have the courage and bravery to walk away from a friendship like that and i don't think it is right for us to be taking unnecessary shit or stress from other people's behavior not to say that we have to cut out every single person in our life that has wronged us Mm -hmm. it's just if you've given them chances upon chances and they still haven't changed and they are still the same bad negative like toxic person that they are Mm -hmm. you you have you have to you have to just cut your losses Mm -hmm. and just move on i'm not saying that i've never done anything wrong Mm -hmm. before but i would never intentionally hurt my Mm -hmm. friends you know so if you want 
to be treated with respect, then you need to respect your friends as well. Yeah, I mean, so yes, I think the definition of toxic friend varies. I think everyone is different. Some people just have the character of like being calculative and she will try to take advantage of you or trying to take advantage of a situation to in order to get what she wants. But I think if you see a person as a whole, I have a friend who's like that and I don't mind being a friend with her. I'm close to her but I'm not seeing her every day. I still value her as a friend but yeah, I I don't know how to explain this but do you get what I mean? Well, I think I know what you mean but at the same time, I think we are quite different in the way that we view that friendship. Yeah, true. For me, well, I don't mind when somebody is being calculative. But I think when you're doing it on the expense of other people mm. and when you go out of your way to inconvenience somebody mm. just so that you can save a few bucks, mm-hmm. that irks me to no level. Okay. I don't think that bucks me to the extent that I will cut her out of my life completely. Like, I still want her to be my friend. Like, I still value her as my friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the difference, yeah. But anyway, at least we don't have to worry about this in our friendship, I guess. It's just a different tolerance level. Maybe you're just a nicer person mm-hmm. than I am. <laughs> 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 I just don't right. I just don't have time for crap, you know. <laughs> Speaking of our friendship, should we move on and talk about long distance friendship then? Yes. Definitely. Do you think our friendship consider is considered long distance? Yeah, for sure. I think we have been on a long distance friendship ever since we graduated from university. Um, because back in uni, we spent most of the time together and we, sp- we went on a lot of holidays together. And we even lived in the same house together for a year and now you're just so far away. You just describe a relationship there, not a friendship. <laughs> Like, we spent most of our time together. We went on a lot of holidays together. And we lived together. <laughs> that sounded like... That sounded borderline. Like, you know, okay. gay. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, sometimes it it's hard for me. Because especially with the current restrictions and being away in Belfast, I have to fly over to see all of you whenever... I, I miss you guys, which is a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And it is not as easy as obviously just jumping on a train and two hours later I'm by your by your door. Especially with the current restrictions, we haven't been able to see each other as much as we want. I guess this is our way of staying in touch, isn't it? By doing these podcast episodes together, however grueling, however mm. tiring and however troublesome. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Well we didn't really know what it would take to do this podcast and how yeah. many days in we just, and we're kind of like oh god <laughs> well this is just one way to keep in touch with your long distance friend isn't it yeah so. but obviously we can't launch a podcast with all our friends otherwise we wouldn't have time for anything else so how do you keep in touch with your friends back home or you know even just some of our friends that don't live close by to you i think like i would consider myself as lucky person that i'm, I'm so grateful to have low maintenance friends um my best friends are all really bad at replying texts well not you but um in general my best friends are really bad at replying texts and answering calls like myself um i know sometimes they can take few days to reply and we have no issue with that um we, we know each other so long already and we know each other so well that we'll be there for each other all the time so we don't really need to put much 
time or effort in order to maintain our friendship. And I think that's important to me that our friendships are not fragile but really flexible because I'm a very lazy person. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, I think it's okay to reply a few days late, but you can't just ignore or ghost your friend um, unless you want to lose the friend. I think, is it the same for everyone else? It's definitely hard. This one is a hard one because once you're busy with your life and your work and your friends are scattered everywhere, it becomes much more difficult to stay in touch with everyone. I mean, I have friends in Indonesia, I have friends in Malaysia, in America, in in different parts of the UK, and it's really hard to keep in touch with everyone. You can't possibly Mm -hmm. spend all your time trying to reach out to everyone. I mean, I appreciate it when my friends text me just to check in and see how I'm doing. We try to schedule video calls or, you know, sometimes I reply on their Insta stories. And we try to organize going on holidays together. I mean, although with the pandemic, we haven't really seen each other that much, haven't we? But like Jessica said, at some point, you just need to have low maintenance friendships and know that when you need that person, they will yep. ultimately be there for you. Like for example, for our friend group, we have a group chat where we kind of just randomly update each other on random things. And that's a way of trying to tell your friend as well that I'm thinking of you guys and this is what's happening in my life and I hope you care. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you think friendship is different now that we don't see each other every day? We used to meet every day and for me it's definitely different you know I used to see you all the time and mm-hmm. now we don't and when was the last mm-hmm. time I saw you when was it when was the last time we met last year last year summer well last year no no last year August where we went to we went to London for it out to help out we went to Oxford for glamping oh yes yeah it was last yes, year that's, that was last year that was it was like so long ago was, but yeah. yeah I mean I if I don't speak to you for weeks or months I, I won't know what is up with you whereas when mm. we were both in Belfast I get updates daily and we don't have to have major mm-hmm. catch-ups because we see each other all mm-hmm. the time but even now especially when we're both busy with work it's definitely harder to find time to catch up mm-hmm Totally, I feel the same too. But I think it's because we both made an effort in trying to maintain our friendship. And also, it's easier for us because we are in the same country and we are in the same time zone. What's your tips on how to maintain a long-distance friendship with people from different time zones and different countries? Well, depending on where they are, usually I will try to schedule a video call with my friends. So we have a pre-agreed time where we will be undistracted and we can fully catch up. Um, so with my friends in Asia, sometimes, because they are, what, seven, eight hours ahead of us, it's sometimes hard mm-hmm. because when I come home from work, they will have been sleeping already. So it's usually I will mm-hmm. say, here, can, are you free on Saturday or Sunday? And can we have a quick catch up, like a video call? And with mm-hmm. my best friend in America, because she's eight hours behind me, it's easier because when I come home from work, she's only starting her day. And 
it's much easier for us to keep in touch um but everything is about effort you know it takes two to tango mm. it is hard to maintain friendships across the globe sometimes when i see something funny on facebook or instagram and if i'm reminded of a particular person i will send it to them as a way of saying i'm thinking of you what else when i go home i make it a priority to schedule a meetup with my friends so that mm-hmm. we can reconnect it's easier and it's nicer to connect face to face rather than through a screen mm-hmm. isn't it um mm-hmm. Like I said earlier, it takes two to tango, so both parties have to be invested in the friendship as well. I do find that there are friendships that need a lot of attention. You need to speak all the time or else, you know, you just you just drift apart. But some friendships mm-hmm. are low maintenance and you can go weeks or even months without talking to each other and you're not worried that things have changed. It's just mm-hmm. it's just a mutual understanding that look, we're both busy, but if you ever need me, I'm here for you. And yeah, that's that. What about you? Any tips? I think a time difference it's not a big issue for me because we are not in a relationship. Like I don't have to talk to you like every second, every minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um obviously it would be tougher to schedule a video call together because of the time difference and um and also we are working adult um responsible adult and we have our responsibilities and especially when you have a big group of friends like our uni friends and you, when you want to s- schedule a call together it would be once in a blue moon um i don't think i've scheduled a video call with my uni friends ever i, <laughs> I think i need to do that yeah. um i think with the long distance friendships you, you just need to keep in mind and try to make an certain effort to maintain the friendship um like for myself i will write birthday cards or sending little gifts and greetings on chinese new years or christmas i would normally initiate conversations and call my friends and have a catch up i think social media is a good thing because i normally reply to my friends insta story and that's how we have a catch up definitely when something um important happened in my life i would want to speak to my best friend because i would want to share my thoughts and i want to know what they think about it yes i agree i try to write christmas cards for my friends as well every year to wish them happy holidays or just to let them know that i'm still here <laughs> and i would try to remember our friend's birthday and wish them happy birthday and then we'll end up talking for mm-hmm. a little bit and that's just nice to catch up even though it's only five minutes it's just nice mm-hmm. yeah sometimes it's nice to know that oh this person's doing well and that's all you really need to know sometimes mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie, there are many friendships over the years that I have had to let go, both intentionally mm-hmm. and unintentionally. Sometimes we just can't help mm-hmm. but drift apart from friends, can we? Over the years, it's just hard to try and hold on to every single friendships that we've forged along the way. Have you experienced anything similar? Like, how do you deal with drifting apart from friends? I think... Drifting apart from friends is natural and inevitable. I, I mean, as you age, your single friends will get smaller and you treasure those who stick around in your life. At different stages of your life, you, you just have different priorities. Best friend forever are rare gems and it's so price, priceless. And I truly treasure friendships like that. I do have friends that I've drifted away from, but I think several factors came into place as we age we might not share common interests anymore or we are at different pace of our lives and people do grow in different directions and people do have different priorities at different stage of life so sometimes you just don't have the desire to stay engaged with 
the friend anymore. It's not a good or bad thing, but it's just that your priorities shift as you age, I guess. I agree with you. Sometimes it's just unrealistic to try and keep in touch with everyone. At some point, you just have to, you know, accept the fact that you can't stay friends with everyone. Doesn't mean you're a bad person. Doesn't mean you don't care. It just means that you have other priorities, and maybe you don't have that much in common with that person in the first place. A lot of friendships, I feel like, are formed out of convenience. So, for example. When we first met, we were both in the same university. We were both in the same course. So naturally, there were a lot of things to talk about. There were mm-hmm. courses to talk about, exams to talk about, holidays to take, boys, a lot of different things. And I think the true test of a friendship is when you you are both taken out of the same environment and whether that friendship can thrive, because it w- it would have been so easy for us to just lose touch with each other because. We are not living in the same city anymore. We are leading different lives. We we don't see each other as much anymore, and it's so easy mm-hmm. to just slack off and stop mm-hmm. talking. But I think yeah. the true test of a friendship is when you when it is inconvenient to be friends with that person. Don't you think? Yeah, yeah. Distance can definitely affect the friendship. Do you have any close friends nearby or? Because now that you moved to Belfast, and um, do you, do you have any close friends living nearby? And if not, how do you, how do you deal with it? Well, I don't deal with it. I complain about it. <laughs> True, you complain a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this one is tough. I have to admit, I am quite a needy person, as opposed to you. I I have to mm. always be in touch with my friends. I always have to. I'm just nosy, okay. I'm. I'm just. I just want to know yeah. what people are up to. <laughs> you have to be. You have to be nosy with your friends. It's a way of caring. Yeah. That's that's how yeah. I see it. Yeah, true. I don't have many close friends. Mm-hmm. You know, I've learned from many many experiences that you don't have to have a lot of friends that are flaky or friends that are bad for you. You just need to have a close knit. Group of friends where you can trust completely and you can count on, and you know that you have each other's back. And the ones that I have, I really cherish a lot. They are my girlfriends who are hashtag for life. Mm-hmm. You know, having them not near me is hard. I can't just drive over and knock on their door mm-hmm. and we'll just you know drink the night away. Mm-hmm. I don't have that luxury. In the more normal time, I try to fly over to England. To see my friend as much as I can, but because of the restrictions, it's been quite hard for me to see anyone. And this is when I have to put in more effort in reaching out, in checking in, and finding out what everyone is up to. But I have to admit, it has it has been hard. But I guess we're lucky that we're living in a time where technology is so advanced that we can feel close to someone even when they're physically so far away. You know, we can mm-hmm. record a podcast. Mm-hmm. We're living in completely different cities. Yeah. Who ever thought that this would be possible? <laughs> yeah, true. This re- I remember when we lived together. We used to just, you just knock on my door and just lie on my bed and just munching away my crisps, <laughs> and we just start co- gossiping. Yeah, you always have like a healthy amount of uh, unhealthy snacks, so I can always count on the fact that when I go to your room, you'll have chocolates and crisps and a lot of th- even when even when we were planning the episodes, you were munching away, and I'm like, girl, where did it all go? Like, how are you still like size four? 
<laughs> well, six. <laughs> well, still, that's that's freaking tiny. Yeah, true. Um, and now it's just all different. But when I first moved to Cambridge, like I had no friends at all, and you were so far away. And I, but I just have to start talking to. Well, not have to, but like I started to talk to my colleagues <laughs> and made friends along the way. Um, there's a group of colleagues that I would usually hang out with and have a meal with. My uni friends are—they don't live far away from me. Um, one of them lives just an hour away from me, and she's at Norwich, and it's fairly easy to get to hers. But for my other friends who live far away from me, we'll try our best to schedule a meetup, and our usual meetup spot would be in London, because we love Chinatown. We can't live without food, and. And hopefully the lockdown will be lifted soon, so that we can go to London for food hunting again. Yeah, how good was that time when we were in London for that、mm. eat out to help out、I、scheme,、know. and we were basically getting everything for so cheap, thirty pound for the whole day. That's for five meals a day, so that's that's、yeah. pretty good. Yeah, there were four of us, and all of us had. American Express credit card. So there was a shop small um campaign going on as well at that time where you save five pounds when you spend ten pounds. So obviously we were splitting bills four ways every single meal and getting an extra five pounds off on top of the half price that we already got. So it was bargain. I know American Express can consider to sponsor us if you want to. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Endorsements and sponsorships are welcome. always welcome. <laughs> Speaking of making friends at work and making friends when you first move to Cambridge,、mm-hmm. do you think it is harder for us to make friends now that we're older and we're working compared to when we were in university and when we were younger? Yeah, definitely. I think for me at this stage. Because we work every day and it's it's quite tiring. And after work, because we we work as a customer service and we talk all day. And after work, you just don't feel like socializing anymore. I think that can affect myself in trying to make friends as well. I mean, I for now, I think most of the friends that I've met now is more like a high five friend instead of like a true friend that I can count on any time um I want. So I truly. Treasure friendship, and have you heard that if a friendship lasts longer than seven years, and it will last a, a lifetime? So I guess you're stuck with me forever. Unfortunately, <laughs> yes, I'm I'm stuck with a lazy person when I'm a needy person. <laughs> you, you you see the predicament that I'm in. <laughs> What a contrast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I agree I agree with you. It is definitely hard to forge friendships when you're lazy half the time and you're busy the other. So. Do you have any tips for people who are possibly new to a city and don't know anyone? How can they make friends? Is there any tips? I think you just need to be open. I think sometimes it comes to your own personality as well. Like if you're a shy introvert, it might be harder for you to make friends with others, and that's something that you want to step out of your comfort zone and try to make a change in yourself. But in general, I think everyone's Mm, I think it, it's you just have to. It's it's hard though. I mean, what she's trying to say is, if you just join a dating app and tell all the guys that you meet that you just want to be friends, that can be <laughs> <laughs> that can be a way too to make new friends. You know. 
it has proven yeah, effective. And they, and they will make you good food um, when you're such a bad cook. They, they, they are all good chefs. Right? Yeah, I mean, the food that she has cooked with this man. <laughs> Prawns, steamed fish. Yes, it has proven effective for you, I, I guess. So, guys, if That's you want to try... not include this. <laughs> well, it's definitely included. <laughs> Right, I guess that's it for today. <laughs> I think we have exhausted our friendship topic given that this is the second time we're recording it. So, mm-hmm. well, thank you so much for re recording this episode. No problem, I just have to stay up with your stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's always something wrong when we try to do things together. Like, this has been like, this should be a slogan in our friendship. Yeah. Like, something goes wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, my God. right. Thanks, guys, for listening until the very end. If you have stuck with us until the very end, I clap for you. Mm-hmm. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Um, follow us on Instagram for more updates at Two Pills in a Pod. And if you really like it, please share it with your friends. Tell everyone about it. And peace out. Bye.